Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. You guys are the best. Subscribe. Like oh, yeah, subscribe. Watch us on YouTube. <laughs> subscribe there. Download the podcast. Listen anytime, anywhere. Uh, Donna, I would be remiss if I didn't tease ahead to the big announcement. Very big. One of the biggest. It's coming up at 1045 today. Steve made a decision last night on his trees. Okay. Trees have been purchased. Okay. The scientific name of the trees will be revealed at 1045. Okay. Plus, I learned something else about my yard last night. Life is in education. And just, I'm growing. <laughs> See, you put it back to the whole growth thing. I just uh, purchased a few trees and plants myself. Okay. Well, this morning in about 30 seconds. Okay. I'll tell you about that. 1045. Yeah, 1045. The big reveal. But first, some entertainment news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. You like John Mayer? Love John Mayer. So good, right? Really, really, really like John Mayer. Great on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok as often as I keep saying it, by the way, but he is very good on TikTok. <laughs> okay. It appears you are. I'm not. Okay. John Mayer wrote a song for a fan to apologize for his behavior. 16 years ago. Oh, my. So here's what happened. A guy named Brian Burns tweeted a photo of his mom from 2005 being turned away from a photo op with John by his manager. Like, sorry, lady, we got to go. John saw the tweet and felt bad about it. So he went on TikTok to do a special birthday song and apologize for the snub. Oh. Here is that song. Christine, even though it may appear I was mean, I was probably on my way to a thing. Well, anyway, weren't those the days happy birthday happy birthday chromatic challenge i don't know what chromatic challenge is but there you go (laughs) so then his that brian burns his mom left a voice message for her son talking about how her birthday went and she had heard this song and here's what she said this is just insane. Oh, my God. He's that, oh, my God, just made my year. I had the best birthday weekend ever with everyone. And then this is just, oh, I'm walking on air. This is just great. Aww. That is so That's sweet. Great. Yay, That's great. John Mayer. 
Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice, John. Nice job, John. Good job, John. John, we love you. That is really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's like, yeah. The chances that he would see that on social media and then do something about it. And the song sounded awesome. He he's, he's he good. sounds really he's great. He's really good. He just um, sounds great. He sounds great. Jennifer Hudson, speaking of sounding great, um, mm. you know, she's going to be playing Aretha Franklin in a new movie. If this was announced before, I feel like I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm it excited was. about it all over again. Yeah, she's going to be great. Um, the movie is a a um, you know a feature motion picture. It's going to come out. I like saying motion picture. That's I, fun. It feels very fancy. On August thirteenth, I know Mary J. Blige is also in this, but Forrest um, Whitaker, Queen Latifah, Mark Marin. Yeah, I'll be watching this, but. Um, Forrest Whitaker is going to play her father. Yes. The movie is called Respect. And I will link up some of the, the latest pictures from on set so you can see how great she looks. She, she's going to nail it. The, uh, well, it's just it's great when you can cast someone who doesn't have to have somebody else come in and do the singing. Mm-hmm. You know, you because then just since you said motion picture, I'll try to be hoity toity okay, talking cur- about cool. motion pictures. Okay. It's. The the actor is able to lean further into the character if they're doing it all. If they're not lip syncing when it comes time for the big musical number, or the studio shot, or them out on at concert, Jennifer Hudson will be able to sink her teeth in fully to this role, since she's doing the singing and the acting and all of it. I love it. She'll probably get an Oscar. Yeah, probably. The movie's then, called Respect. I like it. Yeah, I do too. And then, um. I came across this little video of Tim McGraw and his daughter, Gracie, who's also a singer. And he was wishing her a happy 24th birthday. And the two of them are singing one of my favorite songs, oh, uh, What Kind of Fool. Mm-mm. You familiar? Mm-mm. It's uh, Barbara Streisand and is it Barry Gibb? But they're in the car and they're adorable. And I, again, will link this up for everybody. But here's a little sampling of them playing. Oh, that's all we got. Yeah, he was like, he ruins it. Doesn't matter. Anyway, he says, I'm so proud of her. She's so talented. He put this really sweet, lovely message. And it says, Gracie, you make daddy so proud. I love you. Oh, jeez. I was working on a video last night, putting together a little home video of our Disney trip with the kids. Yeah. And then at the end, I was like, threw some music down to a little slideshow of pictures after all this video. I started for a hot second. I started to get just a little verklempt. And then I was like, wait, stay focused. You're an editor right now. Yes. We'll enjoy it as a family. And by the way, I've tried to, I can't get it to export from the uh, program that it's in. So now I'm doing a screen recording where you record the video on your screen that's playing. And I've had to, that's been interrupted probably six different times. So I'll go check during a commercial break. How long is the video? That is 37 minutes and 37 seconds. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big old fashioned, old school home movie. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, that's sweet. Hey, how about this? All right. Uh, We got to take a break. But when we come back, we've got some food news for you, my friends. Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is doing something crazy with pasta. Is this where our research needs to go? They would argue yes. Plus, there's a new kind of mushroom that you're going to be eating soon, whether you know you're eating it or not. And I think it has fur on it. We'll tell you yes. about it when we come back. Food news is next. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable 
I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on oh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Oh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I got to tell you, I'm getting sick and tired of my inbox just becoming dumping grounds for crap. For just... Whoa. I I mean, I don't even get normal. I have to, like... There is so much junk in my personal email. Let me just tell you the the subject matter of what I just got. Let's see here. Wait, wait. Find relief for your herpes. (laughs) I mean, what? Rude. Hey, they're listening. What have you been talking about? Why are they sending me that? Who are these people and how do they get my stuff? Cookies. They're tracking you online. And uh, (laughs) this is how it happens. Cure for herpes. Hey, I got a question about cookies before we get into food news. But the crappy kind of cookies. Does every website now just have to tell you that they're using cookies? Was there a federal mandate? Any website I I go on, it says we're using cookies. And you have to, like, accept it. Got to accept it. I, I don't be knowing. All I know is I have thousands and thousands of emails and maybe four from people I know. Steve, do you know our cookies, like the data we give them so that they can take that and then sell that? That's why they want it? That's the I cookies that they're getting? think so. Like the marketing data, every website, I mean, every that, company now, the everything that they get, they can sell it to like marketers, right? That's kind of what that is? Yeah, and it's because of cookies that then Donna gets the herpes medications and stuff like that. <laughs> it's a cookies thing. I don't understand. I I'm not I'm not googling. Well, your roomie could be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know you at uh, all, so I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. Um fine. By the way, guys, I just checked on my video, my home video that I'm working on. No. Crashed again. So, I don't know. We're going to we'll figure something out. And you're trying to upload it right now currently? I'm trying to screen grab a video. Where wow. you so it's in a it's in a it's in a program. Right. It's in an app called InShot. The problem is the video is thirty seven minutes long. And so a lot of people online have difficulty then getting their long videos outside of this editing software. The problem is that now I'm doing a screen recording and it's saying that my iPhone storage is full, even though I had twelve free gigs this morning. I could upload everything to the cloud to clear some storage. It would clear 17, but then sometimes when you're editing a video, if you do that, it says this video is no longer available. This picture is no longer available, and it could totally screw up all of the work that I've done. Hmm. And that would be a bummer. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm a professional. Hit the food news intro. I'll give oh, you food news. I didn't know we were doing that. I don't okay. want to do it. 
Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Uh, Kev Dog. My dad went to Carnegie Mellon. It's a hoity-toity school where people are doing things in the world of like science, engineering, stuff like that. Arts also. Chris Pratt went to CMU, I believe. Hmm. Well, now they've directed their attention to pasta. They have developed a flat pasta that morphs into a shape when it is cooked. Donna, click on the uh, linky, winky, dinky. Okay, and tell me go. what you think. These can be flat packed, creates more sustainable packaging, m- easier transportation, easier storage. It's interesting because it, their shape has like changed. Okay, so the flatness, yeah, they look like um, the size of checks. You know, like a check cereal, that size, yes. or a cheese it, like the size of a cheese it. Yeah. Um, and then when the when it cooks, it gets a little more curly on the ends. Yeah, it almost in this one video, curly. I think it can go into different pastas, pasta shapes. In one, it almost almost looks like it's trying to become a Velveeta shell and cheese, hmm. like a Velveeta shell. Do we need this? What's the benefit of this? Well, they think uh, other that than they're the packaging. They well, that's kind of one of the things that they think is good that they realized. Flat packing furniture seemed like a smarter way to ship furniture into box furniture. Hmm. So they were inspired by that. It can save all sorts of packaging materials that are required. It can save space in shipping, save space in storage. Think of those big shipping containers when they're sending it all around the world. Could lower the carbon footprint of cooking. Okay. In Italy. Great. Italy, Italy. About a one percent of greenhouse gas emissions come from cooking pasta. Flat pasta might cook faster than tubular pasta, which could possibly yeah, reduce emissions. Tubular. Funny because <laughs> of the California kind of stuff yeah. that we used to do. Very chuggy. Chuggy. Pasta's probably chuggy. You're supposed to be eating grains and quinoa. No, quinoa is probably chuggy actually. Oh yeah. Chuggy sure. is things that aren't trendy anymore. And basically everyone that you hear on this radio station. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And I think would be considered chewy, <laughs> right? None of I us are know. the Gen Yers or whatever the hell they are. That's okay. They can insult us all they want. Yeah, we don't care. We can hardly hear them. Yep. Now, one more thing. Have you heard about the <laughs> Have you heard about the lion's mane mushroom? No. Oh, Donna, you got to click on this and look Here at this furry mushroom. I will, of course, link this up for everyone else at mytalk1071.com. Looks like the soft-coated wheat and terrier of mushrooms. Wow, that's neat. It almost looks like it's got Parmesan cheese already on it. Oh, hi. It, I gotta go. I gotta oh, you gotta take bigger that. name on Boy, the that ringtone, chuggy. Donna, what's up with that ringtone? I, 
You just took the stock one that came with the phone? Yeah, who cares? Like, what, am I supposed to have, like, Aerosmith playing every time my phone rings? I don't know, maybe that'd be chuggy. I don't know! <laughs> what, am I supposed to have Blinded by, you know, the weekend song? Okay, Blinded by the Lights. Whatever. Blinding Lights. Whatever you want to call it. Anyway, um, Lion's Mane Mushroom. Furry mushrooms, they're coming. They have an umami flavor. They have a meat-like texture that delivers nutrients like iron... And potassium. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I think it looks really good. I love mushrooms. <laughs> they say it could be like a meat substitute. Really? Lion's mane mushroom. I think it's already big over in Asia, possibly in Japan. Yeah. Have you ever had one of those like mushroom burgers? Like, What, do you, what kind of mushroom no. is that? Had mushroom Swiss burgers. No, you know, just <laughs> mushrooms as the meat. No. Um, what kind of mushroom is that? What have they got a blizzard? In Texas. God, what's These everyone's look like, yelling at their phones right now? They I look mean, like snowballs radios. from the hostess cakes, but not pink. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, maybe like if you Portabella. let a snowball. Portabella. Portabella. Mm, no, haven't had it. I'll have All to try right. it though. All right. Uh, don't forget, ten forty-five. Big announcement. Very. <gasps> Portobello steak. Yum. Portobello burger. Mmm. <laughs> Very big tree news coming up at 1045. But first, (laughs) we'll play a game. Yes. The game is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. The number to dial, 651-641-1071. You can call, bet on me or Donna. If you team up with the right person and win, you get a great prize. It's next. Call now. Warm weather is finally here. It's summertime and the perfect time to join the Y. The Y has outdoor pools and splash decks at locations throughout the area for fun days with family and friends. And here's the best part. If you join by May 13th, you'll get $5 enrollment and 25% off dues for the whole summer. Swim on over to ymcanorth.org and join today. Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Let us play a game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys, we are set to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Today's topic is a little bit of an interesting one. We'll see how you guys do. And today we have Julie, Julie, excuse me, Julie from Stillwater. How you doing, Julie? I'm great. How are you guys? Oh, Julie, Julie. super pumped, man. All right. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Well, All today, right. today's topic is a little bit different. MTV TV history. MTV TV history. MTV history. So like TV the TV history. shows, not, you know, a lot of the music okay. stuff. But think about okay. the TV shows that were involved with MTV. Okay? All right. Yep. All right, Julie, do you want to play with Donna or Steve? You're playing for a, a My Talk t-shirt. Yep, Donna, for sure. Oh, oh my God, Julie. Sorry, Steve, that was quick. Oh, that was man. decisive. Didn't even matter the topic, I don't I'm going to need you because I was not a big MTV person. Well, uh, Donna, I have I have great confidence in you, and it's just it's time to put that chuggy Steve in his hey. place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're still here, Steve? Oh, all right, I'm leaving. All bye. right, bye-bye yeah. then. You got to go. Okay, though. Okay, though. Okay, here we go. We'll give it a shot. I'm not. Uh, All right. My memory's going to be so shot. Okay. All right, Julie, we'll come back to you after Donna goes through these, okay? okay. All right. Thank, okay. Thank you. 
All right, Total Request Total Request Live, commonly known as TRL, premiered on MTV on September 14th, 1998. Who was the original host of TRL? Carson Daly. Which MTV series featured celebrities giving tours of their lavish homes? Cribs. A TV version of the longtime radio show Loveline ran on MTV from 96 to 2000. Who were the two main hosts of this show? Uh, Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. <sighs> Pretty confident there in all those. I don't know. I think so. Julie, you cool with those? Hey, uh, sounds good to me. Okay, great. We'll just bring Steve back. Let's get him back. Or should we just talk about him for a minute? We oh, could, you know, how about him and these trees? trees? He has got it. He will not get off the trees. It's becoming a little bit kind of like a, 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 a sick obsession. Yes. Remember, I, I, I think even his wife said to him, she was talking about a vacuum cleaner, and he's like, you know, it's like the trees. <laughs> and he goes, are you, she said, are you really bringing this back to trees? He's going to bring back the most. He's inti- very obsessive. It'll be the most intimate moment with him, and he'll be like, oh, those poplar trees. Yeah. Nope. 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 All right, Steve. We're not talking about trees. All right, come on. Come on back, buddy. Come on. Come, come, come. Yeah. Okay. Nom, nom, nom. Ha <laughs> ha. Like eating sounds. That's uh-huh. funny. All, All right, right. Well, suck it, Patty. I'm going to crush you guys. Patty. Patty. Come okay. on. Julie. Oh. Julie. All right, Steve. Steve, that's why I didn't pick him. He can't even remember my name. <laughs> I just knew there was an E at the end. Oh. All okay. Right. All right. Here we go. Let's go, Steve. Total Request Live, commonly known as TRL, premiered on MTV on September 14th, 1998. Who was the original host of TRL? Carson Daly. Which MTV series featured celebrities giving tours of their lavish homes? MTV Cribs. A TV version of the longtime radio show Loveline ran on MTV from 96 to 2000. Who were the main hosts of this show? Dr. Drew Pinsky and Adam Carolla. Cut Finals. The music. Finals. Cut the music? Cut the music. Mm. Well, <laughs> looks like those all were pretty good. Every single one of those were good answers. Yes, in fact, the first uh, host, the original host of TRL was Carson Daly. You both got that correct. Uh, MTV series featuring celebrities giving tours of their lavish homes was MTV Cribs. And from 96 to 2000, Loveline was hosted by Adam Carolla and Dr. <laughs> Drew. All three answers were correct by both uh, of you. Here we go. And Donna, you said you wouldn't know these. Come on, now you did a good job. Okay, thanks. We're going to have to go to this tiebreaker. Patty, excuse me, Julie, are you ready to uh, <laughs> you ready to take this on? If you know the answer, just say your name, okay? Yep. All right, here we go. The Jersey Shore is a reality TV show that debuted on MTV in 2009. Can you name me two? Steve. Oh, Donna. Steve. Mm. Snooky. And Wow. That's correct, Steve. Snooki and Wow, two Woo! original cast members of the show, Jersey Shore. I'm sorry, Julie, we can't get you that My Talk t-shirt or Don of the Victory Oh, that's there. okay. I'm sorry, Julie. Now I feel bad. I'm so mad. Oh, you do not. That's right, I don't. Yeah, I just said it to come here, across Steve. nicer. Julie, sorry. Love hey, Julie. You. You're right, Donna. I love you don't, anyway. Don't, uh, don't. Don't miss our big announcement coming up at 1045 today about what trees I picked for my yard, okay? <laughs> Back to the trees. Back to the trees, like oh we said. Oh, my God. We That's got... what it's all about, the trees. Again, the just... trees. Were you guys just talking about me talking about the trees when I had my headphones off? Yeah, maybe. Guys, that's a sacred time. I believe that you're only playing the game. What in the world? Hmm. Well, Were what... you listening? No. Okay. I really was just thinking about the trees again. Oh, my gosh. All right, Julie. 
Okay. We love you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, though. Okay, though. No. Okay, no. okay bye. 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 You know, I thought you were going to ask questions about the real world, and I thought I you were going to ask... I was waiting for road rules. I was waiting for the show that Jeff Probst used to, um, used to host, the game show. Do you remember that? Yeah. My, like, well, there was the one the, with the chairs? Win Ben Stein's money. money. The, yeah. There are a lot of classics that I thought I could go to, but I, what I was hoping to do is get some simple for the first three. I wanted to get to the tiebreaker because I, when I, with, I didn't know if you guys would know like at least two, but clearly that was not a, a tough question either. Two of the Jersey Shore members. So, no. oh, Win God. Ben Stein's Money was a great show. I don't think it was an MTV show. Oh, wasn't it that wasn't? Comedy Central? Yes, it was Comedy Central. And Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. Was the uh, the co-host, the sidekick on that I show? I think that host? was MTV. Dry eyes are for red eyes. Clear, yeah. clear eyes. Dry eye, red eye. What was the name of that dang um, game show that? Right. That he hosted. Oh, it was so Who? good. Jeff Probst. Was it the was that the show where the people fell out of the chairs? You know I, what I'm saying? No, I don't. Where the th- chair would go backwards and they would go into a pit? No, it was before that. It was it was basically just Jeopardy, but it was like music type of Jeopardy. I'll get back Hang to you on. on that, guys. I don't know. Maybe it was Jeff Probst's old game show. And let's see what we've got. Um Oh, VH1's hit Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Oh, is that what it was called? 98 to 2001. Got it. Okay. He is 60. Wow, looking good. He'll be 60, November 4th. He looks great. Oh, man. All right, do you want to do some tips? (sighs) No. Please. (laughs) No, let's... let's, All right, let's talk about Elon Musk. Let's go there for a moment. Uh, Elon Musk is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. He's going to be doing it this Saturday. The cast initially was throwing some shade at him, too. It appeared that they were. On social media, they were, you know, just felt like they were alluding to, why is this guy hosting? Of all the people that we could have host, why this guy? And then Pete Davidson was on with Seth Meyers a couple nights ago. And he was like, I don't know why people were having questions about him. He makes the world better, and he's everyone knows who he is. Yeah, and now Elon Musk is saying that everyone's been awesome to him. He was spotted out to dinner with producers and cast members. You know, not just Pete Davidson. It was like Colin Jost and Keenan, Chris mm-hmm. Redd, um, Ego, Chloe Feynman. Um, yeah, so maybe they just came around or maybe they were just trolling us, you know. Well, <laughs> he had also tweeted, maybe so, Remember he tweeted, we're, we're going to find out just how live Saturday Night Live is. And somebody was like, what the bleep does that even mean? One of the cast members tweeted that out. You know, like, what is oh. he even talking about here? Oh, well, uh, it, Michael Che had said something funny. He goes, I think white people don't like billionaires for some reason. He's like, we love our billionaires. If Oprah or Tyler Perry was coming on the show, we'd all be excited about it. But for whatever reason... It's a little embarrassing when they realize how much wealth they have. Hmm. Um, Elon Musk, in this Page Six report, um, said that Michael Che also said on that uh, radio show, The Breakfast Club, that he supported Elon Musk being the host, saying it's a rich man's world. Of course I want to meet him. And he went on to say, I'm getting so much done. I'm going to give him so many ideas. It's fun. It's exciting working with the richest man in the world. It's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I was listening to a podcast yesterday talking about all this money. 
And it's a it's a podcast by a company called Gimlet. Gimlet was purchased by Spotify a couple of years ago, at the end of 2019. And they had they had a podcast called Startup, and it was all about this guy who left uh, APM or NPR, or whatever it was, to start his own podcast company, and he turned him starting a podcast company into a podcast called Startup, where he would go, he would try to meet with venture capitalists, see if he could get people to contribute money to him and, uh, and to his cause. And then, six, I, so I listened to this podcast six years ago. Six years after that, they end up getting a multi-million dollar offer from Spotify to buy their company. And one of the questions why I'm thinking of this is they were meeting with the Spotify co-founder. Um, oh, goodness, I forget his name. But they were doing this interview with him, the two guys who run this podcast company. And it's really been struggling as of late. He does an interview with them, and they think everything is going great. And then he throws them a little bit of a curveball when the head of Spotify asks these two podcasters, what would you do if I gave you a billion dollars? So I'm thinking of Elon Musk, richest man in the world, how you could pick his brain if you had him in the room. And now he he then threw that question out to these two guys. What would you do if I gave you a billion dollars? So he wanted to see how they would think from a company perspective. What would they do? Where would they put their money? How would they answer this question? And he said, frankly, if they had too many good answers, it would almost be fishy, almost be a red flag. You almost want to feel that somebody is overwhelmed. But he was trying to get them to think bigger. So I think of that because I hear Michael Che saying, how fun. We got the richest man on planet Earth in our building all week. So what would you do? Well, from a business perspective, I don't know. From a personal perspective, you would never even see me again. You'd deal only with my my squad, mm. Steve's squad. Okay. I'd keep you at arm's distance. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for all Bye morning is coming up momentarily. <sighs> Steve, big, big moment here for yeah, you. Steve. It's a big moment after, um, frankly, it's been a nightmare here in the Twin Cities this week because people have been wondering what kind of tree will I get? What kind of tree will I plant? I purchased some, I need to return some, I got a whole thing. I have made a decision. I purchased four trees last Ooh. night. I will tell you what I went with after many listeners, many TV viewers uh, that were watching Twin Cities Live chimed in, and I reveal what trees I will plant in my yard. Don't you go anywhere. It's coming up next on My Talk. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Appreciate you listening. Thank you for that. Things are about to get real, real interesting. Steve has an announcement to make. I've been nervous about this day. I knew that it would come at some point, uh, but I wasn't sure exactly when, but it's now. So if you're just tuning in, first of all, thank you. Um, On Monday, I shared on both radio and television a pretty personal thing that I had that I had purchased two Golden Curls willow trees from Fleet Farm. And immediately, viewers reached out and they said, you bought really stupid trees, man, and those trees are going to suck and you're going to hate them. And I was crestfallen. So distracted by the barrage of emails that I actually ended Twin Cities Live show one full minute early. And uh, that was caught on live television as well. And we blamed it on the willow tree gate. So then I started looking 
never one to quit. I thought there's got to be another tree that will grow fast and give me more of the vibe that I'm looking for in the backyard. But we live in new construction. So then Stevie Boy goes on a search. Lo and behold, he stumbles on the hybrid poplar tree, which can grow five to eight feet in a year. Found a YouTube video of a guy who said, here it was when I first got it. The trunk was the diameter of a pen. Three years later, this sucker's like 35 feet behind him. It was incredible. Get pretty pumped. Until listeners and viewers started telling me, I don't know if you want that poplar tree. Might not be good for you. And then I thought, you know what? Is there any tree that pleases you people? Honestly. (laughs) I bumped into Julia Cobbs yesterday. I said, hey, I'm thinking about getting these poplars. She said, oh, yeah, you got to get the poplars. We did them up near the cabin. Instant shade. Do it. Plant them three feet apart. So then I went home with that. I now had some people saying, no, it's good. It's the tree you want. You want some shade. You want some instant growth. Then get that tree, okay? There is no perfect tree. I even started looking at elm trees, sycamore trees. And guess what I was finding? Articles that said those trees suck. So here's what I figured out. There's a lot of people that think a lot of trees suck. (laughs) And you have to buy the tree that is going to give you what you want. With that, I'd like to make an announcement. Last night I purchased four trees. Two will not surprise you. They were the hybrid poplars. Mm -hmm. Made famous, zip it Grant, made famous by Mindot. They pop up (laughs) overnight. They grow like a weed. Some say they live fast and they die young. Yep. We'll find out. I'm not planning to live in this house for the rest of my life. Just give me like 10 or 15 years of some decent height, okay? But then a listener had said, oh, come out to my place in Lakeville. Cut a branch off of my tree. You can plant it. It'll already be really big. I thought, I don't know if I want to do the whole thing cutting off a branch and hoping that it develops a root system, but I want to look into the tree that she's talking about. I then looked at what is called the hybrid willow tree Mm. it is an upright willow tree the branches do not weep down as your standard golden curl or your weeping willow and the heaviness of that when ice comes on them the branches just gravity takes over and they snap off they litter your yard they're always hanging and sweeping the ground this grows upright they are vertical branches always growing up toward the sun as opposed to out or down it's more up They say they have very little in common with the traditional willow tree and all the things that you know about it. And, lest I bury the lead, these trees have been known to grow as much as 12 feet in a year, Donna. 12 feet. So I started looking it up. There's a guy who tracked his willow tree, his ostree, the willow hybrid tree, over a span of 150 days. It went to like 20 feet, Donna. Wow. It was from a little baby, from like a three-foot thing. So I got these from fastgrowingtrees.com. They're going to arrive in a box. Everybody says essentially what you get in the box, you're going to think is dead and doesn't work. Plant it as they say, and it's going to pop up. So now we will have four trees along the back property line, around the end of the back of the yard, which is going to just give us a little bit more insulation. I contemplated, I asked my wife, could we maybe get another tree on the side over here? And she said, why don't we just pump the brakes? Here's the thought. Let's get the four. If next summer we say we love these trees, we should get another one or two for different places. Sure. But we're going to start with these four. It had gotten so bad, though. Lou bought a vacuum yesterday. She's been doing tons of research on a vacuum. 
She said, hey, I got a new vacuum, and I just want you to know before you even try it, we're keeping the vacuum. I don't care if it's great. I don't care if it lets us down in some ways. That's our vacuum. I'm done researching it. To which I immediately, reflexively said, that's the same thing with trees. These are going to come, and they're not perfect. They're going to have their warts. That's okay. They're going to be our trees. To which she then looked at me and said, really? You turn this right back to the trees? No one is happier than my wife that Treegate is over. I will be updating people and keeping you aware of the growth rates. I cannot wait to track the growth rate. I'm going to have a bleeping measuring tape on my hip every step of the way this summer. I'm going to be measuring these things like a psychopath. Okay, what now? I'm going to measure my trees. I I was at the bathroom. Donna, <laughs> you missed the whole. I'll start over. <laughs> no, we're good. We're it's months? so oh. funny. You you go you do this with trees the way I do with paint colors. <laughs> you know, I just stress and I try it, and there's 17 different colors on the wall. This morning, I'm getting ready for work. My landscape guy calls me. He's like, "Hey, I need to know what hydran what hydrangea mm-hmm. tree you want." And he yeah. goes, "Here's some descriptions." He described like. Out of six, he got to number three. I go, that one. Just do it. Print. No. Bye. You got to look at pictures. Nope. He just you described read it. Now, sometimes you just have to take a chance. He's like, and it's called, thank you for asking, it's a vanilla strawberry hydrangea. Oh, I have a um, limelight hydrangea. Yeah, I didn't like those. Okay. He likes okay, those. I have no. those in the front of my yard. These are going to go closer to the house, but they're... Because you also want them to complement. You don't want to have all the same, but you want to be complementary to the other plants. Back to know? my trees. A little bit that I forgot to mention is, first of all, my irrigation guy came out. Grant, you'll be happy for me that I have the, all the places that I'm thinking of planting will not interfere with any of the irrigation lines. And he said, even if you break through one, it's fine. It's yeah, a simple fix. We'll kind of take care of it. Yep. And then I said, hey, look at this storm drain I got. I got a storm drain on my property. What, do I work for the city of Chaska? What's this all about? Are these roots going to break this or something? And he said, you don't have to worry about that at all. And the clay base that we have here in Chaska, he said, roots will interrupt with irrigation lines more if you have a sandy base mm-hmm. where there's clay. It's tough for roots to do the invasive damage that they do in other uh, yes. foundations underneath grass. So, point being, I'm going to get my plant on. I like it. I think I'll even tell the neighbor, too, before I return the oh thing. God, hey, if you, you know wanna... the neighbors are like, oh, God, here he comes. <laughs> Just get in the house. Get in the house. Are you going to smoke meats while you do your planting? Let that, <laughs> let that baste while you go do oh, some planting? Oh, that's a great idea. Back, I was, you know? Yeah. I think I'm going to be getting these uh, in, a, in, a, in a, just a few days. So, I think it'll be next weekend that I'll plant. I don't know. Poplars and hybrid willows. Woo! I like it. We'll take your calls now. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. no. All right. Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney News coming up next on my